0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: Alu Axelman sent me something the other day that there's a poll that's been done over the series of years by Civics, C-I-V-I-Q-S, looking at whether uh, people in the United States believe that things in this country are headed in the right direction or the wrong direction, And according to the survey, they found that in uh, April, I guess, uh, May, somewhere in that range of this year, the number of people who believe that the country is going in the wrong direction has gone up to 71 percent.
2: Right. Americans are darned unhappy. And I suspect it's because we've had, you know, a divisive president, then a, you know, global pandemic. Right. If that's what you want to call it. Certainly there was a disease and certainly some people died. As a result. And um, now you've got a as a result, the government gets involved, starts spending money like in insa- printing money in, at an insane pace,
3: dividing people in general in every way they can.
2: Well, it, it like, really, I mean, r- the the only divisions that really matter have ever really mattered are class and the upper class grew uh, its wealth a staggering amount during covid and. Everybody knows it. They just don't you know they're just mad at the other poor people about how they care about masks. It's hmm. a, it's amazing. Very close to 50% of Americans believe there will be a civil war in their lifetime.
1: Now in a poll like this if it's an internet poll they may have like a fill in the blanks kind of answer like what does that mean i don't I don't know if they do but that would be to me the most interesting thing is to hear cuz you know within that 50% there's going to be a variety of definitions of what they think the civil war is going to be is it going right. to be the democrats versus the republicans uh the gays versus the straights
2: you know what 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 are they considering is going to actually occur well i can tell you this um it's it's been gamed out by people who do uh, you know, war game theory mm-hmm. kind of things on YouTube, and uh, if it's Democrat versus Republican, the Democrats are going to lose hard. Very certainly will lose. I mean, they're, because uh, Republicans they're control, they control the areas with the guns, mm-hmm. the military bases,
3: the rural areas,
2: the food, right? You know, like yeah. everything. What do you got in cities? <laughs> you got some some muffins at Starbucks. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like how long are you going to make it on that? Uh-uh. Almost. I mean. the The when you look at the percentages of people who are unemployed in, um, you know, say some urban areas versus some uh, rural areas, you are just going to see vast differences. People that can employ skills that are necessary in a war, come on, Um, you know, it just it's just not going to happen. The fact is, is in the modern world, if you are not in some kind of federation. You're not going to be able to make it. Like, you're, you're, you well, people can't travel, they can't work elsewhere. That's what the United States counties, federal government is, if is a the, federation.
3: If the counties split up and they were all their own states, they could still choose to freely trade with each other, choose to whatever, you know, agreements they wanted with each other and just not rule over each other and have to vote Instead of hi- fighting for the death, for every little thing they wanted to do.
1: The U.S. Right. is a failure as a federation because it's it's a centralization of power. Fe-
2: federations uh, tend to centralize, and that's why they mm-hmm. have to change throughout time. And the United States government has one of the oldest governing documents in the world. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's unfixable. Yeah, That's my idea. But I'm not the one living here trying to fix it. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I moved out. Two years ago, yeah. I left because it, 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 I got to say, it's glorious not to have to think about this anymore um, because, eh, you know, let it burn I know it's going to. Now, I prefer the United States over, say, Russia and China. China. Sure, no doubt. They're the bottom of the pack as far as freedom is concerned. Absolutely, on the I think that humans need freedom, but I don't think that. Um, I, I don't think trying to figure out which you know how many rows and how many um, you know di- diagonals we need in the uh, chairs in the Titanic is going to matter. Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like you'd have to be willing to kill someone over their ideology now to think that way, and that's just crazy. I can't Scary. imagine being that way.
2: Well, you could. Um, <sighs> Do, do you perceive a threat from a certain percentage of Americans? You do you could think be that they would, would hurt you over your beliefs? Mm-hmm. And I'm certain they would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went on saying just on, like, two weeks ago on Facebook saying that I thought that the rules that people who were vaccinated needed to get a, a PCR test. That's not a PCR, but a, a, I should say a COVID test mm-hmm. within 24 hours of arriving in the or before arriving in the United States that that was a dumb rule and no, don't forget I had just flown to Honduras where yeah. you know you're still wearing masks in a bunch of places and you know depending on where you are and like all the rules are different in different locations mm-hmm. they can't all be good rules right like mm. you could yeah. you could be holed up in your house and not know what the rules are around the country then you're just ignorant or you could believe that every rule that every politician makes, during a pandemic is important and good, <laughs> then you're stupid. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like there's a difference. And I like really experienced one guy's argument was literally there were so many people that died. Have some respect and follow the rules. Wow. Mm. Republicans were asked to choose the phrase that best describes most people on the other side of the political aisle from you. Hmm. A majority used out of touch with reality, thirty percent. Um excuse me, thirty percent. No, a majority used, out-of-touch reality, 30% a threat to America, oh, 25% okay. uh, immoral, wow. 8% a threat to me personally, 4%. Um, see, this is this is set up wrong. It says a majority used, out-of-touch with reality, and then says 30% behind it. I don't know. Pe- they use terms like um, majority, uh, out-of-touch reality. Maybe they were America able to though. choose
3: more than one option.
2: Yeah, it could yeah. be two. Very few, 4%, opted which is as many has has said a threat to me personally. So Mm -hmm. as many people said a threat to me personally as said, well-meaning and (laughs) not that different for me. Um, (laughs) Democrats felt the same about Republicans using phrases like uh, immoral. Yeah. Threat to me. This is the same stuff. Same stuff. Um, And right. So more or less, there's there's a great division, and I don't know what's going to happen. Um, well, one thing
1: you can probably count on is it is not going to be healed. There's not going to be a coming together of these two sides. No. And... And as far as I'm concerned, that's fine. Uh, Let it be that way. I would love to
2: see federalism be the solution here, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem like either side truly wants it.
1: Well, there are people that are voting with their feet. There are people that are migrating, uh, you know. Most of them are migrating from California to Texas. There's people migrating to Florida, uh, conservative types, for instance.
0: We have folks that are conservative, uh, are... uh, uh libertarian are you know and i and i think those folk are not the problem i see the democrats the progressives the the lefties
3: they see see they see you as the problem just for some perspective
0: well i you know uh, but but then again how, how many of those are are Sending um, Antifa and BLM uh, over to us to uh, to harm our businesses.
4: And, Best I can tell is and
2: Antifa people. and BLM stay and, uh, stayed when they were you know something to be concerned with they stayed in neighborhoods that were l- largely voting democrat i mean yeah. if, if they wanted to bring a war to republicans they did a poor job of it
1: as somebody who actually attended some uh, black lives matter rallies in new hampshire i didn't see any kind of violence or um any serious you know vi- you know there vandalism. Was certainly or, some uh,
2: it, it, some, it, some something that it, i wouldn't it, call anything it,
1: it, but a riot the conservatives when they're not in power Managed to fool so many libertarians into thinking that they're buddies with libertarians because, oh, they're good on mask mandates or or they're good on, you know, you fill in the blank, whatever issue. Oh, yeah, now they're for my body, my choice or whatever. And then when the tides turn, they're going to turn on you and they're going to put you in prison because you don't have the same religion
2: that they do. That hasn't changed for a moment. And that's why you should get out. Um, You know, like you should go where you're happiest at any given time and you shouldn't buy a house you should be able to support yourself remotely by working mm-hmm. remotely and this way once you know once they they get they, they get sharpened in their knives about oh we got to get these people or those people and you feel like you're one of those people it's time to move on because this is the thing is is that so many people get attached to some clod of mud and say i'm going to fight and die. I mean, people have fought and died over about three things. Love, mud, and imaginary things in the sky. And that's about it. And just give up, you know, for, certainly give up the mud. Mm-hmm. Um it's not worth it. Wherever you're at isn't that
5: special. Hey Daily Digest listeners, this is Rally Blake. Visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. Hey Daily Digest listeners, this is Relly Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest.
2: exists you know is behind the veil of democracy right sure yeah there's democratic socialism and all that but and, even the soviet union said hey yeah we've got uh, you know really high a bunch of people voting here lots of people voting <laughs> and they love it you know <laughs> like
1: no, so that would be my question for those people responding to that survey and i don't think they asked that, that question in the survey is all right well what does it mean when you say democracy is going to end are you envisioning i imagine the people on the left envision a right-wing dictator Yes. You know, coming in and taking over. And I right. imagine the people on the right envision total Marxist uh, communism or socialism or whatever. Coming yeah, but in. they have
2: green hair and they uh, don't self-identify as uh, any yeah. particular gender. So but that's um, just me speculating on what they probably would say. No, I think that I think that you've got a pretty fair guess. I mean, on the on the left, it's going to be uh, Trump, except more medals on his chest <laughs> in a military outfit. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, sure.
1: So that, uh, of course, led into the inevitable conversation that uh, Mark loves to have, in, and that is advocating for people to leave the United States.
2: Do I love my conversation more than you love secession and New Hampshire? <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually have successfully uh, We just have different solutions here. for the same problem, right?
1: Well, I'm not saying your solution is necessarily wrong. I'm not I saying just, yours is wrong. I just know for a lot of people, I it's just don't think it'll work. Going to, then, then that's saying it's wrong. Okay. If it's so great in these Central American countries, why the hell are there a parade of people trying to get the hell out of there?
2: Because it's easier to make money in the United States and Western countries than it is anyplace else. Mm -hmm. There's the velocity of money. There's the quantity of money. And you could just make a lot more. A Honduran... You don't think freedom's a factor? ...will make... No. No. It's all about money? Because money isn't freedom, but it's an analog to Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Without some money, you simply can't be free. My recommendation to you, ladies and gentlemen in America, is if you don't have any money, if you're one of the 70%, 75% of Americans who don't have $2,000 that you can put your hands on, begin acting responsibly. Now, it may sound like a rich person saying that, because that's what everybody wants to accuse me of. But the reality is, is that uh, you know, in my household, we got our financial crap in order long before we had ever had any investing success. The reason we had investing success is because our household was in order, mm-hmm. and we had some money to invest. So that's my advice to you: is get your house in order. Get your finances in order and then make your money go farther by getting out, having a job where you can make money remotely. And then you're probably going to be reasonably happy. Then find a place that has, you know, your top five freedoms that you that you want to enjoy in your life. Go there. Don't don't go to North Korea. It is cheap to live in North Korea, but don't go there.
3: We added three more speeding cameras. So on your house?
4: Have, <laughs> no, in Albuquerque we have six altogether. Okay. And they're stationary. That means double
1: the revenue, right? No, double double the cameras, people, double the revenue, um, roughly. Viewer.
4: Well, we put them on coal and lead. Those are one-way streets, and they got like two lanes going the same direction, and so they drive like they're on the freeway. They're like, and then they slammed into people's um, houses and their homes and demolish their fences and everything else up there, you know?
2: So do you so think that people will stop why, having their fences and houses demolished because they put up the speed cameras or is this because of well, drunk I think drivers or something? It should help. It might. I,
3: I, I think it should help. Yeah. Cause they were, what they well, were going to do is here's what put I have to say moves. about
2: speed limits. They ought to be set at the rate That they ought to be set at, right? Like there's clearly a speed which is too fast to navigate a vehicle. But here's the problem, Sarah. I think – this is just me guessing here. I think that when you put the government in charge of it that they make the rates of speed so low that they can make money off of it rather than actually trying to make a safe – make things uh, safest for the most amount of people. Because obviously cars need to be able to travel at some speed in order for them to be of use. The reports are coming out now. They're right at the top of the Drudge report today.
1: Uh, that housing prices are beginning to slide. People are looking like they're bailing out on, uh, you know, applying for mortgages. The numbers of uh, new homes being built are slowing down, and so we may be on the cusp of a blow up as far as this blow up in a bad way—not like prices going up, but prices
3: bursting a bubble.
1: Yeah, the bubble. It seemed possibly like there bursting. was.
3: Something like a bubble going on. The prices were so high for so long; everybody was selling their houses.
2: Yeah, and that may be slowing down. I don't. So, um, a bubble suggests that something was artificial about Mm. um, what was going on. So, what was happening? It seems to me, if you want an explanation, is housing prices were going up because money was being printed, and no more money. Money was being made; real estate wasn't Mm -hmm. right. So, they were sort of making real estate in so much as they were making houses. But um, you know, the demand was just there. Plus there was COVID, so people were demanding I don't want to live in a tiny little apartment in some big city where yep. everybody tells me I can't go outside. Well as they this pointed out driving me nuts. As
1: you pointed out, more people can work from home than ever before. Yes. And so a lot of there was an exodus from places like San Francisco.
2: Right. Well they were being forced to work from home. Mm-hmm. And then as they're working from home, they're saying, Why am I paying all this money for this tiny little space when my brother is living out you know, wherever in the country and paying a third and living in something three times the size. I believe the problems with going to large cities, specifically large cities that attract attractive people, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, ones that have Broadway or Hollywood, just starting there. If you go to places that have a lot of attractive people, then you're going to have the problem. So women can, can shoot be much pickier with sex partners than men can, and they have a lower sex drive. So – one attractive man can service 5, 10, 15, 20 women, and they don't have to – so they're constantly skipping around and saying, oh, there's something better. Oh, there's something better. Oh, there's something – there's no point in settling. I feel like it's a myth that women have lower sex drive. Okay. Um, I would say that the science does not support your position. Mm. I I I applaud you and congratulate you that you have a mis- such a misguided idea. But um, I. No. No, I think they're trained to not uh, talk about it. They're trained to
1: high act- five, bunny
2: I think they're no, trained- high five from body.
1: <laughs> I think they're trained to act as though
2: they don't, but I think they really do. Um, so uh, their sex drive is going to wane and fall throughout the month, obviously, mm-hmm. because you know the idea was for sex is reproduction, yeah. right? For men, there's no particular reason for that. In fact, um, to have to, to be capable of reproducing at a at a moment's notice is really the uh, the end of it. So, uh, from a biological standpoint, I would say that there is a need for men to be uh, capable and ready to uh, copulate whenever.
3: I oh. have an
4: update. On a project that you guys weren't very, at least you Ian, I don't think we're very enthusiastic about, but I think has got some potential, and it seems to be taking off to some extent, and that is the Resolve in, in New Hampshire, the Resolve Initiative by WeThePeopleNH.org. Yeah, I, I think I've heard
1: about this. Can you uh, explain what it is?
4: They are attempting a primary for the primary. It's like a pre-primary primary. So if you think about it, most democracy in the United States is, is, occurred in the primary, right? Like the general election is usually not—you know—you don't have as much power as an individual, and it's just, it just—it doesn't mean as much. Uh, but in in the primaries, you can you can like weed out the you know the rhinos. You, you can weed out the the, um, the anti-libertarian candidates, like in the Republican primary, and so forth. You can make sure you, that most of the Republicans running in your town are are libertarians
2: yeah when Ah. i was young my mother was always adamant that um it didn't make any sense to her to be third party because um you didn't get to vote in the primaries and primaries where was where your most important most valuable votes were made and thus um she chose to be registered in her case as a republican Um, my father was a registered democrat so you know at, at that point that was the only times that were the primaries was when they weren't voting against each other right New Hampshire is still doomed until it modifies its constitution to make it uh, take a supermajority of the liars and thieves in Concord to pass a law and a simple majority to uh, unpass a law to get get a law off the books. At that point, I will begin to see a ray of hope for New Hampshire. No, I don't think it'll ever secede.
1: Well, any of this, those things can be possible if we get enough uh, freedom-minded people to migrate here. At this point,
2: the, uh, all the liberty candidates are doing in Concord is applying a very healthy liberty veto. And that's a good thing. Yeah, and you should no be doubt. declaring it from the rooftops.
1: I am. I've, I said it the other night on uh, WABC radio. I pointed out that uh, free staters control about a tenth of the state house, and that's enough to break any tie. So that's, far. So. That and that is what's exciting. That's what's so real. Yeah, we're just getting started. So uh, the thing Uh, is about this, Dave, is I feel like on the – to to criticize it for a moment, I think that it's a good – I think it's a good start. But my criticism would be that there's probably a large number of conservative types who are involved in this who like to think of themselves as being constitutional pro-liberty. But then, of course, when it comes to things like the war on drugs, they're not going to agree with us.
4: I'm somebody who – has a lot of faith in Western style, liberal democracy. And one of the things that's important to it is that a lot of the people in the system also believe in it. But I actually wonder, I think when I, I think I hear a lot of people talking about, Oh, there's going to be a civil war that they don't think this could last. But I wonder how many people, if you actually like sat them down, like look them like square in the eye, like, do you really think America is not going to be a country or a democracy anymore by the end of your life? Like how many of them, Would really seriously say that because I think a lot of people say that kind of in either without thinking or very impassionedly.
2: Do you think America is a democracy right now?
4: Well, I mean, it's a constitutional republic, right? Well, I'm sorry. You know what?
2: That sounded remarkably like that that old uh, you know trap, right?
3: Yeah, it's a constitutional republic.
2: Right, right. That's not what I meant. What I meant is. In fact, do you think now that your voice is of any that you know the, the the clarion voices of the people is of any particular value on any particular issue? Do you think that the government gives a damn what you think? Because here's what I think: I think Princeton did a study, and it's probably been about ten years ago, and that in that study they said that the government in the United States. More closely resembled an oligarchy, which is ruled by, you know, sort of powerful few. families. I do not believe Trump was supposed to win. Now, I don't know what that means when I say it. And I think that it is a, um, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a vote of confidence for me with the uh, American uh, political system. I don't think I believed that they were going to let him win. But he did. And I think that that was amazing. Now, Trump had four years. To drain the swamp, and I don't care what Trump listener is listening to me. That guy didn't care anything about draining the swamp. Mm. If he was trying to drain the swamp, he failed. He realized that the 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 you know the position of president isn't that powerful. Or, and this is what I believe. He wasn't trying to, bl- to drain it in the first place. He was just trying to accrue power to himself sure. in a much more obvious way than the rest of the liars and thieves that went in there.
3: And he did it very successfully, I think. Uh, I think just saying that he wanted to drain the swamp and change things yeah, it's got people uh, you know, loyal to him and he didn't have to do anything. Didn't and they still ho- believe it.
1: Didn't
2: hope and change get Obama elected? I mean, this mm-hmm.
3: is sure. the
1: same
2: old story. Sure. Absolutely. Change you can believe in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that he would have won a second term had it not been for the fact that Americans were home, um, you know, and couldn't didn't have anything else to do but vote in, uh, you know, from from home. Now I don't think they should have been able to vote from no, home, but I actually that. disagree hugely.
4: I think actually okay. the reason that he lost is because people don't want there to be a civil war or any breakdown.
0: This is the same thing that happened in Russia and every other country that's tried to outlaw guns. The government's an outlaw. What do you mean by that? The government's an outlaw. Well, the original Second Amendment is to protect our rights from encroachment by the government, but they're acting like it's anybody's rights but ours.
1: Yeah, and they've acted like that for a long time, unfortunately. So now there's thousands of gun laws at the federal level, and the Republicans aren't proposing to uh, to undo any of that. So it seems like the only way out is to secede. Have you guys been talking about that at all there in West Virginia recently?
0: I've been talking to somebody down in Texas about that very thing. Really?
1: Was it the Texas National Movement, or who who have you been talking to down there? No,
0: this is some of my Facebook friends.
1: Nice. And are they saying they're in favor of it? What is What kind of responses are you getting?
0: Well, we got a, a whole bunch of uh, people with different uh, thoughts about it, but uh, some people want to go some area and just uh, take over the area, but we haven't determined where. And uh, right now we're just being survivalists because uh, we know that this government is, is totally corrupt and evil. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more
4: all for free at Free Talk Live dot com.